On January 3rd, 2011, I underwent surgery to remove a large tumor. And during that surgery, I woke up and found myself in another realm. God, please help me. I'm dying. I had been killed instantly. I felt myself being sucked out of my body. When I came out on the other side, there was a blinding light that freed me from pain. I felt pure peace and joy. Before you go back to your body, we want you to witness heaven. It was the most beautiful experience I ever had. I was witnessing heaven. Yvonne Noctegal's story weaves a testimony of how God sustained her through a seven-year battle with an undiagnosed brain tumor. In 2008, I started to have severe headaches, the extreme weakness and fatigue, the trembling in my hand, quite severe. I, a couple times I was taken to the emergency room. They wanted to focus on hormones. Was it some sort of a hormone imbalance? So they did blood work and that was about it. No one ever scanned my head. No one suspected that it was a tumor. Then finally, in November 2010, um, the headache set in and it didn't go away again. It got real bad. I remember standing in the kitchen and reached for the refrigerator door and my arm, rather than reaching for the door, it went off to the side. It terrified me. It just shook me to the core. Yvonne had a strong faith as a child, frequently talked to God both in and out of church and says she heard his voice. At that moment, I heard a voice, you know, not with my ears, but it was more like it was spoken into my mind that said, soon it will be clear, then it will be over. And when I heard that voice, a peace came over me, just knowing that there was going to be an answer. In December 2010, Yvonne found herself bedridden. She could barely function. I couldn't walk unless I was holding on to something. It got so severe. I made one more trip to a doctor at my friend's insistence. At this point, I didn't even want to go to doctors anymore because I was convinced I had to be a hypochondriac because they couldn't find anything wrong with me. The doctor came in, very kind man, and sat down next to me. He was very concerned. He asked me, do you have someone that can take you to the hospital? We need you. We need you in the hospital. She met with a surgeon. A CAT scan identified a four and a half centimeter mass. When the doctor came in to tell me about the results of that scan, he stood there in the doorway and he had a look on his face that I could only interpret as he was looking at someone who was dying. Even with the bad news, she was overwhelmed with peace. My only thought was that poor man, rather than being afraid, I just had this peace come over me that I, I can't even describe. It was literally like a biblical peace that surpasses understanding. And when we return, it's what happened to Yvonne during her surgery that inspires her to share to all who will listen.
On January 3rd, 2011, I had brain surgery to remove a large tumor. It was seven years before Yvonne's brain tumor had been diagnosed. The day finally came to remove the large mass. They were wheeling me into surgery and went into the operating room, laying on my back and faded back into the anesthesia. During the surgery, I woke up to find myself in another realm. During her surgery at Skyline Medical Center in Nashville, Tennessee, Yvonne reports finding herself surrounded by warm, beautiful colors, more brilliant than anything she'd ever seen. The surroundings were not the hospital. And I started to look around me and try to figure out, well, what, what is this place? There were these brilliant colors, auburn, gold, bronze, these warm, beautiful, rich colors. It was not a dream. Her thoughts were lucid. I was suddenly wide awake, more awake than I think I've ever been. The thought crossed her mind that maybe she had died. She explains that she wasn't upset or afraid. It dawned on me I hadn't made it, but that thought only crossed my mind for an instant. Yvonne describes being held by an enormous wing, the wing of an angel. I went to focus in to see what, well, what am I really seeing here? And as I looked farther and followed the colors off into the distance, I realized that what I was looking at was an enormous wing. And it was holding me, you know, like you'd cradle a child. Yvonne says the atmosphere was filled with what she described as love. It's hard to even describe. It seemed like love was a tangible thing, like it was the atmosphere itself. She somehow knew that it was the natural and right state of things. It brought with it an indescribable rest and peace. She felt like it was where she'd always belonged. I knew that this was, in fact, the spiritual realm, the realm that was always around us, but we aren't aware of it. You know, sometimes when we're praying or when we're worshiping, we might be aware of it, but here I was in it. I was removed from the physical and I was in this spiritual realm. God's presence is literally the atmosphere. It's his love, his joy, his peace, um, his kindness. And you just realize, you know, this is what we long for. This is what's missing in this world. She realized that the being whose wings she was sitting upon had been there the moment the doctor shared the diagnosis and ultimately showed her the CT scan had revealed a very large mass in her brain. That was an overwhelming feeling to see what was happening in the supernatural when in the physical, I just felt this peace and this joy, which was just a feeling of love that I can only explain like when a mother holds a baby, the love that you have for that child. But I was that child, I was experiencing that love. It was a glorious feeling. Yvonne explains that she became aware of how heavily the fear of people's disapproval had weighed on her while she was in the world. We spend so much of our effort, you know, trying to 
get people to approve of us. We fear rejection more than anything. And, you know, and struggle with the approval of man, really, is what it comes down to. She now knew that it had all been a lie. I thought all these things that I'd fretted about, worried about, been afraid of, had anxiety over, um, they were just this tiny little blip in time. The only approval and love that mattered was right here. I realized in, in that place that the only thing that mattered was that God loved me, never mind anyone who disapproved of me in the world. The only approval that mattered was the approval of God and just how, how immeasurably I had that approval. And she was loved completely by Jesus. I could have just stayed right there and been content for eternity. And as I was taking it all in, I, I felt a tingle in my leg, like an electric shock in my leg. And I realized I'm somewhere in both worlds. I realized that they were still working on me. I instinctively looked where I felt that and I saw people, but they looked different. They were three-dimensional. They were more like silhouettes, sort of, um, made of particles. I'd say hundreds of them, just this sea of people, and some were close, some were farther away. And as I was wondering about the people, all of a sudden I heard this being, this angel speak. It had the most beautiful voice, and it was a voice that it felt like I'd known that voice all my life. He said, the multitude is petitioning for you. It still makes me tear up when I think about that, that all of these people were praying for me. And I was just looking at them, just feeling sad because they were praying and yet I was going away and I knew they'd be sad. And I wanted to tell them I'm okay. I wanted to tell them you know, this isn't, this isn't a bad thing. I'm, I'm in a wonderful place. I'm in glory. This is our reward. I felt alive like I've never felt before in my life. The angel spoke again, and this time he said, the petition is granted. The instant that he said that, I heard hospital sounds the clanking and people talking, hospital sounds. And I was squeezing my eyes shut because I didn't want to be in the hospital. <laughs> I didn't want to come back. I wanted, I wanted him to carry me to, to my eternal home. I just wanted his presence. And I'm just saying, no, no, I was in heaven. I was in heaven. But one of the nurses, she took my hand in both of her hands and she says to me, sweetie, you're at Skyline Medical Center in Nashville, Tennessee. We are not letting you go to heaven today. <laughs> when the angel had said the petition is granted, he said that differently than when he said the multitude is petitioning for you. It was, it, it was an announcement. It had been decided. It came directly from God. The petition was granted. I was going back. 
So I was in this world again. It was heavy. My body felt heavy. I was back in this broken world. When the nurse asked me what my pain level was, I told him that I was all right, but I really wanted to hear some worship music because I, I longed to be back in that realm so much. And it just, that just felt like the closest thing to being in that realm and bless his heart. He, he had a um, iPod full of praise music and, um, and he gave that to me and, and I plugged that in and it was, it was wonderful. Being in this body again, Romans chapter six came to mind. Just really the good I want to do, I cannot do because I desired that holiness, what I'd experienced in that realm with all of my being. I, I desired it like, like air to breathe, and yet it felt like I was housed in this corrupt flesh. I would, you know, try to talk about that heavenly realm, and, and it felt like my, my words were corrupt. I literally couldn't even speak the pure words to express what that was. This was so far beyond any vocabulary. Their words fall short. It was glory. While I was in this realm, I found out later when the doctor came in to talk to me, he told me that they'd had to leave a little piece of tumor behind because, in his words, they'd had a little trouble when they were um, working in that area. He said that little piece of tumor was wrapped around a main artery in the brain. And as he told me that, I thought, that's when it happened. That's when I was transported into the spiritual world. Yvonne sometimes questions why God allowed the horrible tumor and what his purposes were in showing her what he did during the surgery. It was a long road back. I had brain damage, I had to learn to, you know, do a lot of things over again, and, you know, my, my speech was, was bad, I stammered, and, but I, I just trusted God, I'm gonna be 100%. She says her near-death experience changed her forever, and came away with a new perspective of the world, and an insatiable curiosity to get to the bottom of God's larger purposes. I was always a believer, I was always a Christian, but now there's a whole new level. I am so aware of that realm, it is so real to me. I want to understand things. It isn't enough anymore for me to just have a basic understanding. I really wanna know, well, where did that really come from? I have a love for the truth that I never had before. Several miracles happened, confirming something supernatural happened along Yvonne's journey. The nearly half-million-dollar medical bill was forgiven by the hospital, and the small piece of tumor the surgeon had to leave behind vanished 18 months later. He told me, you know, we're going to do an MRI every six months and just make sure that it doesn't grow. Three MRIs later was a year and a half later, August of 2012, when I went into the doctor's office and he came in to give me the results. He stood there and looked at the ground and looked up at me and he said, well, I can't find it. 
the entire year and a half I'd been telling him, I'm gonna be 100%, I know. You know, God sent me back. He's going to heal me. And has never returned. Years later, Yvonne no longer questions God's love for her or her salvation. She looks forward to returning to that realm and beyond, to the throne room of her beloved Savior. When I came back from the experience, it was, that was all I wanted. I wanted that presence back. I wanted to be in his presence. I wanted holiness. And the things of this world, the temptations or whatever, where people are always trying to fight temptation to not do evil, I, I wanted none of it. All I wanted was that presence of my God who loves me so much that literally nothing else matters. I think what I'd like others to gain from my story is, yes, there's a spiritual realm. Yes, if your loved one who knew Jesus has left this earth, they are more than fine. They're in glory. They are experiencing joy unspeakable. They don't want to come back. They're waiting for you.